0: In episode 3.2 of Unshuffled, we discuss the second album from French metal band Gojira. But first, here's our awesome intro music from Seven Planets. Hi. Hi, Scott. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Scott. How are you today?
1: <laughs> El Senor Matt. All is well. All is ah,
0: well. As well as can be, right?
1: Right. Right, right, right. Ooh.
0: They're trying times. Uh, I'm sure you'd agree, but... Uh, I think we've picked a good band for the a band that suits these times. I I don't know how you feel about that. It's so
1: yeah, I mean the you know, soundtrack to the apocalypse. It is, but it's it's um it's mildly uplifting. The, mildly, not, yeah, I tend to agree. Tend not to not agree, the apocalypse, but, not the apocalypse. I'm talking about no, the, that fits uplifting the, the, the words. So it does fit. I mean, Jesus, yeah. there's got to be an end to this, right? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> there has to be. There has to be. <laughs> How are you going, anyway? Good. Good. We are. Uh, we're still held up here in the compound on the island. Yeah. Uh, yeah. trying. Island trying Java. On the island of Java, trying our best to stay away from everybody. Um. Yeah. That's that's met with with mixed reviews on how successful it was at the end of each day. But I think for the most part, we're pretty good, but okay. keeping ourselves isolated. How about you?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've just, uh, I mean, we're great, but, uh, we were just sailing thinking how clever we were for getting out of Indonesia and coming to Italy. And then our son came home from his first week of school in Italy with a what would under normal circumstances be considered a minor sniffle, but, um, you know, there's no such thing as a minor anything these days. So we had to uh, activate our COVID protocols, as they say in the NFL, and (laughs) lock the family down and get tests and all the rest. So we've had a reasonably trying week, and uh, he's had one week on and one week off. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to be, the first of many scares, no doubt, throughout the year as we work through this thing. But anyway, we're, we all seem to be fine now. Um, I think we're over it. Uh, hopefully, he's ready to go back to school the next day or two. <laughs> Is it time for to all get- of our sakes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> get him back out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it's going to be a lot of that ebb and flow until, yep. uh, until this whole thing gets sorted out
0: yeah it's not a good time for hypochondriacs put it that way (laughs) no it's not and listener
1: you are uh, this is being brought to you by two two hypochondriacs yes exactly
0: anyway i've got the tail end of a sniffle you might in you might pick up just a slight cough or two throughout i don't have a cough button or at least i don't know how to activate it if i do so excuse us excuse me listener if, if i do sniff or cough throughout this but um I can assure you uh, I'm not contagious through the podcast anyway. Um, We are unshuffled. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, We are trying to reignite a passion for albums and doing it in a very systematic way. So uh, we believe that the way that music uh, is listened to today is perhaps not the way it should be listened to. Uh, We believe that albums are the best way to listen to music. And so we are uh, doing that ourselves. We're picking bands that we have wanted to listen to. We never got around to it, so we're picking a a band. We're starting with their first album and working through album by album, track by track through their entire career. Our current band is Gojira, a French heavy band. Most of the bands we do are heavy. This is kind of leaning towards the death metal end of the spectrum, at least at this stage of their career anyway. We're on to their second album today called The Link. And Scott, as always, is going to fill us in with the album details, the date of release, label and credits. Although I must say, Scott, I am perhaps better placed than even you because I have... the physical copy of this one and uh, yeah that's going to be um, standard from now on because it's so easy to get albums here in Italy compared to in Indonesia so I have the physical copy but you can run us through the details and I'll just uh,
1: double check as you go. By oh, I'll, the humor, of note. I'll humor you then since you're the expert. <laughs> um, Thank you. Okay so here we go this one was released in 2003 which is uh, two years Um, almost two years to the day actually this was April 18th of 2003 it was on Boycott Records which is different than what was on uh, their first one but anyway it was re-released in 2005 on Listenable Records and that I think from 2005 onwards I think they've stayed with with Listenable now through, through all the rest of their albums. Uh, It was produced. I so I couldn't find it. And I'm see if you've got it in the liner notes. There, I think it was produced by the band. I think it was produced by Gojira.
0: Yeah, so uh, the two credits, I couldn't it's got the studio details, and it's got the engineering. And now this is very small writing. Uh, It's mixed by uh, the band and edited by the band, but the engineering and premixes done by Lawrence. Uh, what's his name? Man, that's really small. Am I getting older? Is this just small writing? Probably both. <laughs> uh, wow. Lawrence. Oh, man. It's the same.
1: <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> it's too small to read. Well, while you're trying to figure that out. The two, yep. the two that I couldn't figure out was whether. So I think I think gojira produced it for the most part i think they're going to get credit on that um even if they had a different somebody else mix it um and i think the uh your man joe duplantier did the cover i think i think he because he did the cover he took the picture for the last one and i think he did the cover for this one as well um but again i i struggled to find Evidence for that. And then it was recorded in France at Studio de Mayans, which I'm going to probably butcher. And the lineup has not changed. Uh, Joe Duplantier on vocals and guitar, uh, the brother Mario Duplantier on drums, uh, Christian Andrew on guitar, and Jean Michel Labidi, Labidi, I have no idea, bass.
0: Uh, so I do have the name now. It's uh, Lawrence Etzemendi. Uh and I believe he did have some credits on the first album as well. Okay, it's different different studio from the first album. The first yeah. one was in Belgium. This one's in France, as you said. Yeah. But uh, the credits are very similar. And yeah, you're right about the cover. Um, one thing I will add is that the liner notes also have some photos throughout, some lovely black and white photos taken by the same. Uh, woman who took the photo of the on the cover of the first album who was
1: Oh that's uh, the sister isn't it?
0: Yeah Gabrielle Deplentia yeah so right. it's very nice photography again throughout the liner notes. Right, right
1: right she took the picture not 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 Joe.
0: She took the picture on the first album but the front cover in on this case is hand drawn uh by Joe.
1: Okay. All right. That's what I thought. But yeah yeah. All right then, so um, I think, and this is where, the, I mean, this is so, the, so in my research here of this album, as I was going through and kind of just reading, the one thing I was thinking a lot about is what I like about the way that we're doing this is that we're we're sort of listening to all of this with fresh eyes, right? So I've heard yep. the first album with fresh eyes or ears, uh, the second album, and And then we'll move into the third album yeah and but as i'm reading any reviews that i read on this album it's from people who were already way into from mars to sirius right and so it's almost like as if there's this moment where the the Kojira story starts at from mars to sirius and anything that was picked anything written about these albums was sort of retrospective, right? So anything I've read about these two albums is with the direction of where they are now in mind. And I don't know. So there's a heavy influence on who they've become, and what I'm reading about where they were at this time. And so I I like the fact that I don't have that muddying my view of this album. Yeah, I agree. All
0: all this Um, to say,
1: I I like the way we're doing this. Yeah, our approach. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, us. <laughs> well done, us.
0: <laughs> I actually like this approach, not just with albums, but, I mean, you can do this with just about anything. I think it's a really good way to approach art generally. So, for example, is there an author you haven't read that you'd like to? We'll start with their first book and, and mm. work from there. Or is there, an, you know, I'm thinking like a film director or actor or actress um, that, you know, be a great way to sort of approach just about anything that you um, that you might want, and you know, and it, it allows you to see that development and the arc of a of a career, which gives context to later work that um, you may not otherwise get if you just dived in at their their best or
1: their critically acclaimed album. I will say though that, that typically, if I'm if I'm getting into a band for the first time and they have a heavy like a you know somewhat of an expansive catalog, I do tend to. My inclination is to usually go most recent. But yeah, um, but I, I, I yeah I, anyway I, I'm rethinking that whole thing now, and it's with yeah, yeah. it's it's with I'm I'm having this realization with Gojira, more than say with Atomic Bitchwax, or uh, Pale Gray Lore, primarily because Gojira has such this. They've they've built this strong following, hmm. and in a way that um, that so much more has been written about them. Yep, yep.
0: Um, it's probably uh, worth adding at this point, if you haven't heard us before, that our discussion today is designed to be uh, a sort of companion piece to the listening that you have already done listeners so um if you haven't heard the link by gojira yet our recommend our strong recommendation is to stop the podcast now and listen to it yourself with your own fresh ears and then come back and, and as we break it down track by track uh i try and avoid reading too many reviews before i've listened to it um because I don't want other people's judgment to cloud mine, and I recommend you do the same, listener. And this is uh, a very interesting album, and I think it'll be well worth your time to to invest some time in it before you come back and, and hear us break it down track by track, which we're about to do. So bye-bye for now if you haven't done it yet. <laughs> it's it's easy to get. Uh, just go to BandCab. You can download it, and for a couple of extra bucks, they'll send it to you if you live in a... European or uh, North American country otherwise just download it and listen to it that way. Uh, do that so that the band and the label get some money please
1: So I, um, I my listening experience with this album I just I just want to say is, is now it was different than than several of the other albums um, I, I'm back we're back, I'm back at work I'm back into my classroom and yes. a uh a colleague he had these nice harman kardon uh speakers that he he loaned me because he moved into a different classroom that the whole room was wired and he didn't need these speakers and it's got just like with the bass and the whole like the thing and it looks like this spaceship and it's amazing and yep. um uh, And so he's like here look i'm moving into a new classroom i don't need this how about this and he leaves it with me and the first thing i did was plug in and listen to this album and it'll bring a tear to your you can hear everything so clearly i could hear and i i haven't had a chance really to go back and listen to the other album to see if i wasn't giving um the bass player his proper due but on this album, i can hear the man and it was with with these speakers so ah so you've moved up in
0: fidelity i've actually moved down um most of my listening has been done on some new you know those when walkman first came out you get those little bud ear earphones like not even not the ones you stick directly in your canal and not these fancy new airpods but just the basic you buy them for about five bucks now But my listing has been done outside and I don't want anything too isolating in case, you know, because I'm usually out with my kids. So in case one starts crying or there's some problem I need to hear and not be off in some sort of death metal um, trance off in the corner while my kid's crying or in trouble or needing help or something. So I'm (laughs) I'm listening to this in a fairly lo-fi way, but I actually kind of uh, have appreciated it. I think that's a... It's not a bad way to listen to it. I think sometimes we put too much emphasis on, or it, ha- it has to be perfect. But you can still get a lot out of listening, um, even in an, a non-perfect. But, yeah, I talking, agree. You know, with- mm.
1: per- perfect is nice when you can get it. I did with of course, that. Yeah. With that said, I was preparing for today, so I was pushing my daughter out on the swings, and I had little portable <laughs> speakers in my pockets. And we, were, we were listening to Gojira. <laughs>
0: I hope you weren't trying to push her in time because there's some very unusual timing. <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't.
0: <laughs> Why do you stop me on every fourth, seventh and twelfth uh, swing, Daddy? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do the track by track. Um, uh, just, yeah. As we go through, I can e- even describe because each song in this has its own page in the liner notes and its own photograph. So I might even um, just talk you through the black and white photograph that goes along with it. And there's also along with each photo, there's one line. So it has the entire lyrics for each song, but then superimposed over the photo is one of the, the lines from that particular song. So it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's quite nicely done in that way.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's the line they think maybe highlights the song the most. Yeah, I think so.
0: That's what I'm guessing.
1: Um,
0: Although, having said that, the first song is called The Link, the title track. And if you ask me to describe this photo, it's kind of a blurry smudge. (laughs) all right we're off to a good (laughs) start. yeah trust me there are others that are discernible this is just some sort of different colored lines the lyric they've chosen is, is find a link between wrong and right uh for the first song the link how did you go with this one
1: it um so, it starts with the you know the sticks, the little, little the wooden percussion thing. We talked about this sort of appearing on the last album. Um, yeah, and some and, throat chanting as well. And the throat chanting, and then it kind of gives way to that that chugging rhythm that yeah. drives it. And there are the moments, and so this is where when I was reading the the reviews were all very critical of the moments where it sort of falls away and does that quiet melody part, but I quite liked it. I, I liked. That. They were critical of that. Yeah, they were critical of that. But I, I liked the way that that kind of broke the song up. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like this. I thought that this was. Uh, I like the the sort of the the just the quiet of kind of the, the the opening percussions and the sticks, and then the way it just sort of blasts into that chugging, and then every now and yeah. then I'll sort of break away and then drive right back into it. That was a great opening track.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really liked it. Um, it's a quite a mathy um unpredictability about the verses and it was that um rhythm that i did in the opening uh hello it was one one two one one two three four five six one one so straight away it sort of gets you hang on uh a little bit off with this unusual rhythm and then, I, yeah, I love the contrast with that. It was almost a rappy beat through the, the chorus, you know, the call my name. Um, so, yeah, really enjoyed it. I liked the sentiment of the lyrics, some of the lyrics that I'll read to you, um, apart from find a link between wrong and right. This is a song about uh, Creativity understand you create what you are be the link you are what you create so um and there's also that link between wrong and right and interesting you know it also had started with the link to the previous album so there's uh there's plenty in there a more a, a very complete and coherent song i thought um and you know compared to the first album we we had a much more traditional song structure, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then a sort of um, slightly different bit to finish off with. But it uh, it set the tone for this album as a tighter and more focused album than uh, their debut album, I thought.
1: There's so many ways in which this album is different from that debut album that I yep. mean, we'll, we'll address as we go through. Um, yep. But, I, but I, I agree. I agree with your sentiment there.
0: Um, yeah. All right. But yeah, couldn't disagree more with those critics. So I really love the, the contrast between the verses and the chorus and that kind uh, of there's, that happens a few times throughout the album. So I guess they've got problems with the album generally if they don't like
1: that in the first song, but yeah, I really enjoyed the first song. So the second song is called death of me.
0: Yeah. So the picture in death of me is a black and white photograph of a sort of misty forest uh looks like a sort of pine forest. Um, and the lyric they've chosen is, I feel like I'm a part of this and this a part of me. This
1: song... So this song wasn't in my list of, of potential favourites until until this afternoon, as I was That's just... Right. As I was listening to it again, and not really like it, it was sort of serving as my background as I was doing as I was tending to my daughter, and and this was kind of just playing in the background, I I found myself going well, wait wait a second, I'm I, I feel like I'm hearing this song differently now than and I, and I can't explain what it was that caught me this time that didn't necessarily catch me before. Um. Again, we go into that. We've got the chugging rhythm. Um, the the drums do have this sort of. There's this hollow sound to the way that they're recorded, and 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 I think maybe I I don't know what it, I, I picked up. There was a. I've definitely picked up more on the bass actually as out here as I was listening to it today than I did before. And yeah, the song I I I, I do. I, I'm putting the song up in my top. Is near my one of my favorites, okay? Yeah, uh, um,
0: yeah. The, so, the first band I thought of when I heard this was Pantera. <laughs> I did too. That opening, there's a nice bit of swing and swagger in that opening, yeah, riff. Um, but then again, the, it changes after that into this, um, sort of extended, quite technical musical interlude. So, there's that contrast again between the swinging, rocky opening riff with the technicality of this um um musical part you know the blast beats there's some ridiculous kick drum work so i'll throw back to the technical aspects of their first album some quite thrashy death metal but i love the way they then bring it back to that pantera style swinging riff um and then the last minute and a half are quite different from the rest of the song Mm -hmm. uh, sort of slow, stop-start riff to finish off. Um, I must... I, I've i got to let you know. I, don't, I haven't checked if it's been accepted yet, but I have submitted the first line of this song to kissthisguy.com, which is a website which records misheard lyrics. Um the first line of this song is written as a a giant bright eagle has come. But when I hear it every time, even after I've read it, I hear a giant bicycle has come. (laughs) Uh, So whether it's been accepted to the website or not, I'm not sure. If it has, I'll put a link on the show notes to it. But uh, there you go. Maybe it's just... um, because I happen to be looking for a bicycle at the moment, and I'm a very tall man, as you know, so uh, I wouldn't mind a giant bicycle uh, if if one was to to appear. Um, but, yeah, did enjoy the song. And, um, it, again, th- there's enough technicality in here for people who love the technical side of the first album, but it also does wrap up much quicker than the songs on the first album. So you get that little taste, uh, but there's also some nice swing at, at different parts and, and um, some good contrast between hmm. verses and choruses again.
1: Yeah. So now this moves us into the instrumentals and, mm. and, and again with the, the, the reviews that I was looking at, I'm very critical of the instrumentals. Which... What reviews are you looking at, man? It's was bag, all... bagging this album. Uh, they, they were actually, um, I'll post them yeah but they um but i i I, mean, I and here's the one question i'm not sure what the the instrumentals seem to serve a purpose um and i don't know if it was sort of but what i couldn't figure out if it was kind of a disruption to um an intentional interruption right to that sort of just that driving chugging uh even the math like polyrhythms that you were talking about because they kind of the instrumentals sort of quiet down a little bit Um, Or is it for this one, number three, and then I'll say the same thing again, number five, where uh, I I felt like it was actually a, a really good kind of mood builder moving into that next song. Yep.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, it's called Connected. So, and I think it does serve as a nice lead in an introduction to the next song. It's similar to the ones on the first album. It's just that now there's no uh, screaming in the background, which was a huge relief to me. I've got to say, actually, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> um, but it does have that tribal aspect to it. There's that spoony sound. There's some sort of you know that percussion sound. So if nothing else, it gives. I think it just gives you a little breather, a little reprieve uh, between songs, a chance to catch your breath, and yeah, as you said, it serves as an introduction to the next song. So. I liked it It served its purpose and
1: I don't have a problem with it.
0: I thought it was, I thought it was nice. Hmm.
1: And which brings us to remembrance, which I think I have marked as one that they still play live.
0: Yeah. So I would have seen them play this in 2012 when I stood up the back near the bar and just completely ignored this band like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go when's Western starting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is, again, we go back into sort of the, you know, the polyrhythmic math beats, Um, but this is, we've got some ambient noise kind of happening in the background, and and the drums are just, on this track, are phenomenal, but again, give it, from what I'm hearing, um, the bass, I, I need to learn how to say this. This guy's last name, Labadie, is uh, is, is r- right there, right alongside with him. I mean, the drums and the bass are are locked in so much more on this album than either I recall from the first album or I wasn't able to hear on the first album. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Slightly different singing style, I thought, here. It reminded me of Max Cavalera uh, on this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um the photograph is of some clouds uh, that seem to be reflected in oh no it's a clouds through and some electric wires the line that I've chosen from the song is remember the past present future um it's a song about well it's called remembrance it's about memory and and the passage of time um And, I'll, I mean, let me read some of the lyrics from it. Remember the past, present, future. Memory is a force. So many things have happened to me, the hardest of all. Um, some. It builds on some of the themes they've already touched on. Um, I, I heard them talk about themselves in an interview saying, we're a death metal band that sings about nice things. <laughs> Which is an, a nice break from from. I mean, most death metal bands kind of sing about rubbish or just kind of try to shock you. These, these actually, this band actually puts some thought into the and a little bit of philosophical thought into into their lyrics, which I appreciate. Um, but the album's called The Link, and one of the links they talk about is the link between the past and the present and the future and how we develop as human beings through, through over time. Um, so yeah, nice lyrics and, um, enjoyed the song. I did like, you mentioned that sort of keyboard or synth effect in the background at one part, it gives a nice haunting effect and a call and answer in the last section, although the answer is barely audible. Um, but yeah, I did like the way it finished, uh, with mm. that call and answer section towards the end there too. So really strong song. Obviously, the band's favourite song off the album. I'm not sure it's mine, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. Was it up there uh, in your in, in your favourites? It, it it was. Yep, yep. I do like. This. I, I guess I'm in mean, that final. Sorry, that final section is so technical and so impressive. Uh, it's pr- one of the more difficult songs, I guess, on the album and they're all difficult. Or One thing we're learning with this band is they don't tend to play easy songs. Um, but, yeah, once again, a great example of the drums and the guitars. I mean, the whole band in, in perfect
1: sync throughout a really difficult technical passage. When I lived in Mumbai, I was in a – we were – there was this um, club that we were hired to play, and they wanted a, a – Creedence Clearwater Tribute Band, and so we put together this CCR uh, tribute performance for this this one night only thing at, at this at this club. And I was just thinking how we I think we put it together in probably two weeks. It, if they had asked for a Gojira tribute, <laughs> we definitely would have needed more than two weeks to get this thing put together. Yeah, like, you know, two you. two decades, I think. It, it was, yes i mean we just technicality that they're playing is just insane yeah
0: there's an interesting sound just at the end there uh there's sort of a some sort of springy sounding instrument almost it sounds like a reminded me of some uh, like an australian indigenous uh percussion sound Mm -hmm. or something i don't know what it is i have to ask the band but there's an interesting sounding thing
1: towards the end there Great great song which Okay, so now this leads us to Tori, which is another instrumental. Um, yep. Also, I, again, I th- I, th- I like the mood that this sets up, leading into track six, which is Indians. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just kind of a, it's I, yeah, I, I liked it as sort of as a segue, as a, as a bridge. Yep. Lovely, gentle guitar. There is a
0: slightly darker feel to this one. Maybe it's because of that shoveling. I, it sounds like someone's shoveling soil or something, which. Um, it has a bit less it, it's slightly unsettling, but less so than the screams, screaming, <laughs>
1: um, uh, which brings us brings into Indians track six. Yep. I think, yep. I, I think this is my favorite track. So it would, uh, well, we'd probably call it native Americans. These, we, these guys, we would. would we, right? We yep. would, I, uh, and I, I don't know if, if we let them cause they're French. If they, yeah, that's fine. They get, they get a pass. Um, yeah. But I would, as the American, I'd have to call it Native Americans. Uh, it's yep. uh, the, the driving base that chugs through the, the, the brakes. This is my
0: favorite too, by the way. So we're, it, this is the first time we've agreed on a favorite. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's my well,
1: favorite. I feel like there should be some sort of fanfare for that. Yeah, um, we need confetti. <laughs> Someone needs to walk in with a giant chick. <laughs> there's the, the 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 bass, and then it, and then it breaks away, and it does like these cool little riffs every so many bars. Like I don't, I I didn't do a count on how many bars, but there's always just like this cool little riff that he kind of throws in there, and then at like the three minute mark, it just bursts into this gallop. Like you can hear the horses just galloping, right? I mean, just proper like Iron Maiden would be would listen yeah. to this and smile. Yeah. At yeah. the galloping. Yeah, I love it. I love the swagger in that in that
0: opening riff. I mean, it it's the first time they've really pulled everything back and just and just almost bluesy, you know, just so restrained yeah. compared to what they've already shown they're capable of. Um, throughout that opening verse and a really just swinging, air punching riff. Um, and yeah, I love yeah. There is, as you said, that galloping. Factor And they're singing about horses, so it suits what they're singing about. Surprisingly quick song compared to what they've dished up so far. Mm -hmm. Um, Around the four-minute mark. It does have that mathy, final, difficult section, which is uh, a little bit short. It's about around a minute, the last minute of the song. Um, But, yeah, I love the song. Um, The photograph... In the liner notes is of the part the very is an extreme close up of the palm of someone's hand, and there's no they haven't chosen any lyric from the song to s- superimpose over that photograph. It seems to be a song about identity. You're not the one you think you are, so it's like um, someone whose r- uh, life, you, you know, it's like your actual life is the dream and you're actually someone else you're actually a native american uh seems to be what they're singing about
1: see i was wondering who the you was in this song because i'm reading this um uh indonesian book called this earth of mankind and it's all about uh the colonial era of indonesia yeah. sort of when it was right. it was still under dutch dutch rule yeah. and, and it's told from um, this Indonesian's perspective who is going to a Dutch school and for all intents and purposes is trying to be Dutch. Right. Despite the fact that he's Indonesian and, um, and will never not be. And, and so when I was reading this or when I was listening to this song, I was sort of listening to it through this more uh, post-colonial critical lens and, huh. and sort of wondering, well, who's the you? Right is the you yeah. what came after is the you yeah. that has reaped the benefits of this. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that was that you, was where you I
0: thought about it more deeply than I did. <laughs> I did. I,
1: I I played this song a number of times. Yeah. Um, now I it, again I'm, I've
0: got the CD so there's no side A and side B but I would assume that that would be the end of side A if it was a if it was a L uh, you know an, an LP. I'm guessing right be yeah yeah embrace the world is the next song a photograph of a rock with some interesting lines that have uh, that are on it um, and it start the, the first line is I sit on a rock uh, this is about this is a return to their environmental uh, themes which we heard on the first album a few times um, technique. So, again, contrast between verses and chorus quite a technical um, opening verse. Um, you know, then a sort of more straightforward chorus, then back to the technical, um, per- perhaps less groove in this song, certainly than Indians, and, and in less groove in this song than some of the other album, uh, some of the other songs that we've heard so far on the album. I,
1: I like, I did like the harmonies of the song. I like what they played with as far as that was concerned. And this is one where I think with Indians, I started with track six is where I started paying more I started paying closer attention to the lyrics. And when you were talking about earlier how they s- describe themselves as a-, a death metal band who who sing about nice things, <laughs> that was a- I hadn't heard that, but that was one of the things I wrote about with regards to this lyrics is that it- it's quite an optimistic song. It's um yep. sort of makes these references to to Gaia and um an Avalon, right? And but then the idea is that this last stanza is whatever struggles he, he he's facing, he he embraces and and becomes one with. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that I really like that moment towards the end of the song where he goes into that part. I, it's it's quite a triumphant and ecstatic finale. I you know it's like a moment of revelation or um, um it, it reminded me. I mean, there's plenty of examples of this throughout literature. You're better placed. The, the moment I thought of was in uh, The Sopranos when Tony Soprano's out in the desert saying, "I get it." Hmm. Um, but it's one of those moments, you know, where everything becomes clear to you, and you say, and you sort of accept the, your own reality. So, um, and really captured well musically in that in that last part of
1: the song, I thought. Yeah. Hmm. which leads us into inward movement and here yeah. again, I, I kind of just looking at the lyrics I, for this song I, I didn't take much notes on what was happening musically actually for this song um, I kind of I, I for whatever reason was was focused more on the lyrics again and and the idea about sort of his taking this pain at the beginning and then and then and then looking inside to overcome it um, again so just as there was an optimistic sort of perseverance thing going on here there is though something happened at the four minute mark and i didn't take better notes on this but there was a strange shift in the music at the four minute mark where um the song kind of took a turn
0: agreed and um this was because the first three minutes of this song i thought was so good like this was really doomy this was the doomiest they've sounded uh, a really slow so just the guitar to open it and that sort of open doomy doomy do symbol and just the stomping doom riff and the the tempo just gradually building up over the first minute or two but yeah then as you said it sort of goes into this i, I guess they're not quite comfortable enough in their own skin yet to just let a song take its course they feel like oh no we better do something jarring and technical and atonal before people i, I don't, maybe that's it i'm not sure so yeah it did there were some great moments early on on but i i did like you feel it was a bit disjointed towards the end i thought they just threw in that technical stuff perhaps when it wasn't needed on this one when i was enjoying the the, the groove the slow doomy groove they let they had laid down so much Do you think
1: they were afraid we hadn't noticed it in the previous seven songs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe in the the first album. Do you think they're like, oh, man, they're they're not going to know how good we are. (laughs) Yeah, they're going
0: to think we're just slow, slow. (laughs) We can only play slow. Maybe, I don't know. But, um, well, it'd be interesting to see in their later albums whether they're prepared to just let a song unfold and if it
1: doesn't have a, a, a bit like you know a, a super technical bit then that's okay i've heard them described as prog have you heard anything yet that you would call prog or is that coming uh, in the is that coming in what we haven't heard yet
0: um this is i had this conversation in a zoom chat with some friends that well, we couldn't even agree what prog is like it's, is this prog just being technical makes something prog i don't know i'm you could write a thesis on on what is Prague, and to me, this isn't Prague. I'm not. prog. i am not. I i do not think it's Prague either. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying it too much for it to be Prague.
1: <laughs> would be my
0: answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just wondering if they're going to get Prague later. I'm wondering if there's a Prague album up their sleeve. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, did I mention what the
0: photo was for inward movement it's a blurry picture of some trees and the the lyric they've chosen is i am the king and i am the servant all right um so yeah enjoyed the first few minutes of that song very much
1: the next one was over the flows i i really like this song Mm -hmm. Uh, not not my favorite we already established that as indians but i did really like this i really like the cleanness there was there was just this cleanness of the song um there was the harmonics that were being used in the guitar um there was the the silence that sort of they kind of break away and let let the bass kind of come in and do his thing for a little bit and then build into that chorus and and then the bass really kind of drives through on this song there was a bit of a system of a down feel to it and that, eh. but I did like the song.
0: Yeah, uh, I had the exact same thing written. I had System of a Down written too. So this is their different song on the album. Like Satan is a Lawyer was the different song in the first album. This is the different song on the second album. And and uh, the System of a Downy one. Um, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, it's a short song. It's very focused. It's the closest he comes to singing on the album, um, which I thought was good. And enjoy the bass work. And yeah, I, I, I did like the song. Some nice space in this, as you mentioned, some, some plenty of room for the bass player to work in. Um, and and a, a nice. A, a nice break from the song and, it, and particularly with what the song that comes after it's a nice sort of gentle break for the listener before we get into wisdom comes
1: which you had mentioned um in the last podcast you had mentioned morbid angel yeah. and and that was who I thought of I think when I heard this song was was yeah. morbid angel uh, yeah yeah this is death metal right uh I do like the effect as you move into the one minute mark, there's that effect on the guitar. I don't know what it is, uh, the effect, I, I, I'm curious. And and I think this one, I think they still play this one quite a bit too, from what I was seeing. Oh, do they? I, I believe so. Okay.
0: Um, the photo in this is a very stark picture of a tree. Uh, the lyric on the photo is against our will wisdom comes to us. The first line of this is, he who learns must suffer. Now, as a teacher, I think I want to get that made into, I don't know, a T-shirt or uh, perhaps, you know, without the he, we'd have to sort of gender neutralize it. Maybe start a school and have that as our school motto. (laughs) He who learns must suffer. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of agree with it, though. Like, I think there is some aspect there is i I like the idea that learning is not easy um you might have heard that learning is fun i I don't tend to agree i think whether you learn by um you know by sitting down with and and just forcing yourself to get through some difficult book or some mathematics exercises or whether you're talking about learning by experience in life Learning doesn't come easy. And I like that um, sentiment
1: throughout yeah. this song. You know, one word that doesn't get much play in, in, in current edu-speak is suffer. <laughs> <laughs> it did.
0: Uh, well, I was, Catholic, I was, I've got a Catholic education. We heard all about suffering. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I think the guitar thing, is it the pinch
1: harmonics that you're that sort of squeal? Is that what you mean? No, it's not. No. There's, because the pinch harmonics, they do that a lot. Um, I feel like they're less on this album, right? Than but than it, it first. does still make an appearance. No, there is. I'd have to go back. I wish. I wish we had the rights to be able to play the songs and listen to the songs as we were talking through them. And so oh, could, I'm glad we don't. We'd be lazy. That's true. But so we just let the song play. Yeah, there was that. But at Luna, least,
0: yeah, it was good. <laughs> so you could
1: dial up and go. That right there, what's that? Somebody tell me what that is.
0: Yeah. Um, I and I sort of dismissed this first few times. This has really grown on me. This song. It's this. It's certainly the heaviest. It's a short, short and sweet song, which is good. Uh, I'm happy with the the shorter songs on this album. But then there's this breakdown in this song that is just crushing and it it also rocks like it's it is a death metal song but the riff in that breakdown is just killer and uh, so yeah huge, huge payoff in this song comes uh, later in the song with that breakdown um, so really enjoyed it heaviest song on the album by far but uh, thoroughly enjoyable all the same and in our despair against our will comes wisdom to us by the awful grace of God. I must look that up. I'm not sure if that's their own words or a quote. It sounds like a quote from someone else. If I, I'll Google chair. it. And if I, if I
1: find it, I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. Uh, which leads yeah. us into the final song, which is an instrumental, uh, Dawn. Yep. Um, yeah. it, 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 it's kind of long considering the underlying riff never really changes. Yep. Um, I guess was kind of my thought. It was, it was nice. I mean, it's a nice song. It just, it, sort of maybe could have ended sooner than it yeah. did.
0: Uh, no, I was a bit more positive. I, th- I loved this song. It reminded me, first listen, it reminded me of God Hates a Coward. Remember that song by uh, Tomahawk? Yes. That, it had that vibe about it in the opening riff there. Uh, to me, this was Gojira's Orion. Okay. Uh, Orion, the instrumental off Master of Puppets, yeah. which again, doesn't have a lot to it. It's quite long and repetitive, but uh it does ebb and it it just really builds slowly there's some it's a bit of a grow up this was almost my favorite um there's some cool uh, guitar stuff going on towards the end um over the top of that repetitive riff there's some quite beautiful intricate stuff laid over the top by one of the guitarists um To me yeah i thought this was epic an epic song quite a sort of bold song in its own in its patience bold in its own way you know for this band uh and i loved you know it finishes with like a minute or maybe more of just bird song of the little chirping birds yeah (laughs) which was really beautiful i thought and Mm in keeping with the themes, the sort of environmental themes that they've touched on regularly throughout the first two albums. So it was almost my favourite song, but I ended up just giving the nod to Indians. But I really enjoyed this as Gojira's Orion. And another sign of their maturing as a band that they're willing to just let, a nice song like this play out and take its time and take its course without feeling like they had to do anything you know too drastic to to shake it up so
1: i i I liked it careful what you ask for this might be the gateway into Prague. yeah well let's let's hope not (laughs) Uh, well
0: at least if they turn into a prog band i'll work out what prog actually is
1: (laughs) uh so i just oh I, the one thing we didn't i i did want to say can you hold up the album but just so i can see it real quick i i do really like the album cover yeah i, I was i was nonplussed on the previous album cover but i really do like this album cover
0: yeah so this is a tree Have with you- i don't know it's just a red background with a sort of beige colored tree uh with <laughs> with layers. It kind of looks like a, the Jewish, um, it does uh, the, the menorah, is it
1: the, the, yeah. that that candle thing. Um, Uh, the, where is it at? I'm looking for it here. So apparently like around the same time that I think this was released, the, they released the link alive. Yep. Which, uh, I'm assuming Joe did plenty of, but it, but I like the way that that cover fits with the cover from The Link Alive as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've linked to some live footage since most of that comes from, or at least two songs come from The Link Alive. They play a lot off. So, yeah, obviously they play off their first two albums on The Link Alive. But, yeah, I mean they're already at that point a great live band and, and to see them playing some of the really technical stuff off this off the first two because I had as I mentioned on the last podcast I had my suspicions can they
1: actually play this live but yep they can well in the I like how they start it starts with connected and this is where I was this I think maybe this is what also led me to think are these instrumentals sort of serving as uh mood pieces to kind of get you set up but they start with connected and move straight from there into remembrance as it does on the album yep so. yeah they and they
0: tend to tie the instrumental in with the song that follows generally I think hmm. um, when when they do that so yeah I do get the feeling that they intend the instrumentals to be to be played as a pair with the song that
1: follows hmm. Hmm. All right. um so favorite track we agreed Indian. yeah Indians and uh and so did you did you like this compared to
0: the first album did you prefer is your favorite album so far
1: uh yeah i preferred this one to the first album yep i did like this one better i liked uh i feel like the first one and i and i don't um in no way is this this isn't a criticism uh the first one i felt like they were kind of just playing around with a lot of different styles and i feel like with this one they they sort of locked it in and started i i definitely see evidence of, of a honing like a yeah. honing of the craft sort of at play yeah. here yeah
0: the only thing i preferred on the first album was the sound of the drums but um there was a bit more depth to the drums and at a i didn't quite get the same stereo effect with the cymbals and the toms that i got on the first album i thought the drums were mixed slightly better on the first album but i mean they still sound great here don't, don't get me wrong but i
1: there I was heard a holl- the sound on the first album. There was a hollowness to some of the drum sounds that I feel like was probably intentional. Yeah. I assume, I assume it was intentional. Yep. For whatever that's worth. Yep. Um, um s- sorry.
0: So um band Brownlow, you ready for the band Brownlow? Yeah, I am. Uh, absolutely You're gonna give it to the drummer again? I am. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's but it's going to be. I can't imagine that changing. I can't. I, th- I suspect you could almost lock it in for their entire career. They are. They've said it themselves that that they're a drumming band. So.
1: Yeah, it, uh, I do think he. Yes, I, I agree with you there. But my my number two. Uh, I think that that might be some scandal.
0: Yeah, who are you going for?
1: I'm going for a bass player.
0: Ah. Okay. All right. He's gone from no votes to to two, which is a huge well, jump. I for really- you.
1: I really liked what he was doing on this album. Yeah. Yeah, I think that perhaps they left a bit more room for him. Yeah.
0: And there's then, a bit yeah. more space on this album to work in. So you notice him a bit more, perhaps. And then I my- gave two to uh, the same guys before Joe, the singer and uh guitarist, one of the guitarists. And uh, and I suspect creative driver of the band.
1: Right. And I the, yeah. It's, it who's your one. My my one is 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 Joe.
0: Alright, yeah. Well, I'm gonna give one to the bass player as I did on the first album. So my votes are basically the same as I gave on the first album. Um for the same reasons you mentioned. Just yeah, he is more noticeable on this album. And um yeah, he's got an it, it's well mixed, I, I think. Like you can hear yeah. each, but sometimes you you can hear the different guitars, but it's just you don't know who which one of the two is playing which part. But you you know,
1: it is a well mixed album. It sounds good. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. It, it it does sound good, and that's where if yeah. if it is the band that's doing the production, then I, that's impressive.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean the heavy parts sound really heavy which is great, which is what you want. Right. But then there's some nice, more delicate moments in the instrumentals and, and throughout the songs here and there where, um, you know, some lighter touches throughout as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're looking forward to the next one. I'm at, so I'm absolutely looking forward to the next one. This one, uh, I've, i this is, this is the one, right. This is the album yeah. that, that everybody's telling me. I've even got a, a buddy that I was talking to from back home and, we were yeah. talking about Gojira and he's like, oh, wait, wait till you get to, we do you get to, from Mars to Sirius.
0: Yeah. 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 I
1: think from
0: all I've read the next one, this is a sort of leap to the, you know, a, a sort of, uh, to the next album, which to me, I find quite, you know, I've, it's almost hard to believe because I, I really enjoyed this album. I don't know how you, how you rated it, but I thoroughly enjoyed the link. Like, to me this is a mature band as it is so where do they go from here i mean and if there is a huge creative leap from this album to the next then they must end up being something quite remarkable
1: yeah we'll see i'm 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 equally as curious i've been i, I told you i did i did fall out of a formation there and listen then the newest track that came out probably yeah. maybe over a month ago now and yep. I did I did listen to that um, yep. and was, was impressed with yep. They definitely ended up somewhere different than what we had heard. All right.
0: Well, we will find out the next step. And you can join us, listener, uh, as we move to From Mars to Sirius. Is that what it's called? Yes. The third Gojira album. So please, if you've enjoyed this one, stick with us. Grab the next album. If you've already heard it, just perhaps it's time to revisit it and give it a good listen over the next few weeks while we hear it for the first time and then join us as we unpack it track by track. Once again, you've been listening to Unshuffled, and you can check out our website, unshuffledpod.com. You can contact us through Twitter, at UnshuffledPod, and you can email us at uh, unshuffledpod at gmail. Uh, We'd love to hear from you if you're joining us, whether it's at the same time that we're doing it, or perhaps you've discovered us down the track in, uh, you know, the year 2030 when we're all living underground, um, and you're listening to us then. In, the, in which case, send us an email and we can uh, find out where your bunker is and perhaps tr- try and dig a tunnel to you. Any final thoughts on the album or uh, your pro? It's getting very late there, so you're probably struggling to stay awake i better let you go to bed scott
1: <laughs> i'm holding it together but no i have no final thoughts i enjoyed the experience of this but i really am ready to move on to it's i'm ready to move on to, from mars from Sirius.
0: yeah i think i'm as excited as i've been moving into a new album i'm really hanging out for this one so let's hope it lives up to the hype huh absolutely okay well thank you listener for sticking with us uh we hope you enjoyed it thank you smallstone and seven planets uh, for the use of the track you hear in the opening and closing parts of the podcast. It, so the band is Seven Planets. The album's called Explorer, and that particular track is called Vanguard. You can find that uh, through the Small Stone uh, page on Bandcamp, or just look up uh, Seven Planets and you'll
1: find it there. Download the album; it's well worth it's checking a out. Great album. The album's i think you can now the, everything was back ordered you weren't able to get i think you can get the physical copies if you go back onto small stone now and start ordering okay and the other thing i must
0: tell you which i haven't mentioned yet is i also have in my hands a copy of scorpio oh, look cd at you. Look at you by the atomic Bitchwax. so that'll be one we get to when we have done with gojira but uh Perhaps there might be a couple of side listens here and there. Who knows? <laughs> you can't do that, you cheater. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, listener. We uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're coping okay. And uh, if you have a sniffle, remember it's probably nothing. But um, wear a mask and go and get tested anyway. It doesn't hurt. And we'll all get through this, and um, Gojira will help us all as we as we do so.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Scott. It's been a pleasure and uh, enjoy that sleep. Absolutely. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, everybody.